0: It's episode 28 of the Catching Up Podcast here with Connor and Nick. This week, we're talking about Seattle Startup Week Founders Live winner Intentionalist. We're also talking about an article that came from TechCrunch that says, could the U.S. be losing its entrepreneurial edge? Robots might be winning american ninja warrior soon after boston dynamics releases another viral parkour video and then we play my favorite game hit the brakes or keep it moving we've got some seattle related topics uh that we may or may not be talking about thanks for watching episode 28 of the show we appreciate you dearly and enjoy nick
1: good morning how are you doing hey man I'm doing really well yeah I'm uh, where are you calling from today I'm calling from Bozeman Montana
0: nice what are you doing there
1: yeah so uh, made a quick trip um, so long story short we you know so bunker labs which is a really cool uh, growing concept in about 25 cities around the around the us um, they put on really cool incubation and acceleration um, really a community for incubating um, projects that for our previously military individuals that are, that are coming from the military as veterans into the world and wanting to start their own company and uh, grow a business. And so we got wrapped into these um, there's four events. So events are happening across the country, but we got wrapped into four on the West coast of uh, they called musters and they wanted to bring founders live in for the pitch Experience at the end of the day. So uh, we had the Seattle event a couple days ago, and I'm now in Bozeman. Uh, we had our event last night. It was awesome. Um, a lot to talk about, but uh, that's why here I'm here in Bozeman, in Montana. Fantastic. Any any highlights from last night's
0: Montana event?
1: Yeah, uh, the winner of the event last night. It was amazing. You know, she so her company is um, True Spirit, and it's a uh, CrossFit gym and a Kind of innovating around, you know, uh, basically a local wellness and fitness uh, space here in uh, Bozeman. But, dude, she was like way nervous. She was totally like, I'm not, I don't want to pitch, I don't want to pitch like leading up to it. And she gets on stage and just like, you could tell she was nervous and she's kind of shaking. Like, she had a kind of piece of note that she was reading off of. She was like shaking. But dude, she delivered it, an incredible pitch and it was very, you know, heartfelt and emotional and end up winning. And these of these prize, there's prizes for these. Uh, it was basically a first prize was $5,000 cash. Whoa. Um, and she like was, you know, she said she wanted to use it to bring on a coach for herself for a business coach to help really develop her business and herself as an entrepreneur. And it was like magical, dude. Like she, this is what I love about Founders Live. Uh, and I'll talk about the the win the winner of our Seattle event in a second, but dude, lives just change, man. Like she, you could see just the confidence even in that half hour, like change from like I was scared to I'm, I did it and I won and I'm powerful and it was just like the coolest thing. That's incredible! What a story. Mm-hmm. What what, mm-hmm. what was her name? Uh, her name was um, Leslie. Well, shout out and- to Leslie yeah and uh, she did a great job, and um just totally excited to see where it goes That's from here. fantastic. That's
0: so cool, just to like hear that transformation that could happen over the course of one night um, mm-hmm. wow what what an amazing thing that's so cool. so uh to transition a little bit, you had some amazing things happen this week. It was Seattle startup week, uh which we might yep. talk about more, but on Wednesday, you hosted uh Founders Live at the event at galvanize and uh tell us about how that went
1: yeah the event was great i mean there was you know a couple hundred almost you know maybe two fifty hundred 100 people there and um it was just it was great just another great event um and you know we had it, it's just crazy man like i was first of all like i was really excited about the the group of companies that pitched just there was actually a pretty, almost all of them had this like unique kind of not social good, but like I'm seeing a trend where there's just this holistic kind of more goodness oriented uh, flavor of the businesses that are coming through founders live. I don't, I mean, a lot of that is how, you know, we are sourcing them or at least kind of like fit, you you know, finding them and finalizing that list, but also, you know, just, so the the company that
0: for that inconvenience we dropped out a little bit but uh Nick where we left off was you talking about Laura and her presentation for intentionalist the winner of Founders Live.
1: Yeah, yeah, let me just pick that back up. So um you know so our our Founders Live Seattle we had that on Wednesday. It was an incredible event uh, about 250 people there if not more. Um it was awesome and um Laura Kleiss uh, of Intentionalist won. And, you know, Laura is building a really cool platform, really supporting local small businesses that you can really go and have more intention when you shop locally to understand the background of the businesses, what causes they care about, as well as, like, are they uh, minority-owned? Are they, um, you know have diversity and inclusion in their operations. And so you can be uh, Connor, can you hear me? Yep. Okay. So you can be a lot more, um, intentional in, in what you purchase. So she had a great pitch, very, um, purposeful. She ended up winning, but the even more crazy thing was we bring her back on stage and she's like, when I get nervous, I just want to rap," And I'm like, and she goes, I'm going to, you guys want to want to hear and, dude, she has the crowd slap their thighs once, clap once, slap their thighs twice, clap twice to create a beat. And then in front of 250 people, she starts rapping about Intentionalist. And it was the funniest, coolest, awesomest thing I've ever experienced for Founders Lives. You know, the winners, like, dude, she just, like, went off for, like, 30 to 45 seconds and everyone was just going crazy. So it was, like, way, way cool. Yeah,
0: the rap was super cool. For any of you guys who uh, are interested in going and hearing that, um, I know Nick shared it with me on Facebook. But possibly, could they go see it on Founders Live as well?
1: Um, we are working on that. So we we had a we actually had some technical difficulties uh, live streaming our own, but uh, Startup Week actually recorded and live streamed uh, from their end as well. So I'll I'll make sure I get that video. Uh, my goal, I'm trying to like download it and edit it because the problem is they started and there's about a half an hour 45 minutes of like you know you just kind of like fast forward to where you can see where things start but that's the problem with live streaming is it started at a time they just let it run so about 45 minutes later in the video is when everything starts so um so anyway but yeah it was great
0: yeah awesome shout out to laura of intentionalist i've actually interacted with her a bunch i've been trying to meet up with her uh here and our just our schedules haven't worked out because her and i have very uh similar interests and in, uh i would say just working with local businesses and trying to tell the stories of some of these young entrepreneurs young entrepreneurs well, uh, yeah, entrepreneurs and in general trying to uh start a small business
1: i'll just say this i and i said on stage i think this is the future of local commerce and business is really about understanding the depths of what's the backstory of the company. What do they care about? What is um, the details and like really the undercurrent so that we as consumers actually align, we can align our spending and support with the companies that we care about and know about. And, and so I think that they're like, there was two companies that pitched that had this tone of, you know, shop with the other one is shop the change. And basically that's an online commerce aspect of the similar concept. And um, I think that that's the future of commerce, man. Certainly.
0: I, I agree. And just because the internet has made researching so easy and accessible and normal consumers are so familiar with looking things up. Yeah. I think that backstory and support for knowing those stories is going to really, uh, make a big impact on the world and, and what businesses succeed and which ones don't. Yeah. Awesome. Well, uh, going on to the next topic here, uh, there was a study that came out from the center for American entrepreneurship and NYU shack Institute of real estate that said the U S may be losing its competitive advantage as the dominant nucleus of the startup and venture capital universe. And where this comes from was a study of over a hundred thousand venture capital deals from 2005 to 2017, that showed over that time, um, in the beginning, the U.S. accounted for more than 95% of global venture capital investment. And up until this year, it's down to 50%. And so, Nick, like, is this telling that this is the end of the United States like champion run as the leaders in entrepreneurship? Or are there some other factors here involved that we're not considering?
1: It's a good question, but I also think it's um, slightly misstated or misaligned, which look, you can see it this, you can view it one this way, which is okay. When quote, venture capital, that whole industry formed, it started in the U S. So we started at 100% or 98% of the global entrepreneur, you know, venture capital investment aspect. So by naturally, Uh, in the way that things naturally happen as it starts expanding around the world or other countries and regions of the world, get more quote entrepreneurial or figure out venture capital. And that spreads to the corners of the world. Then of course we're going to decrease the percentage of global activity. But I think that's a good thing. Number one. And so I don't, I don't dude. I I don't know, man. So last yesterday during the event, uh, there was an invest, there was a, a, com- a conversation an investor uh that was talking about you know how it, you know the data that shows that entrepreneurialism is on the decline dude i do not believe that i am in the center of this stuff i see innovative creativity all over the place i think the way that they're measuring it is different is like if the- i think they're measuring it wrong and i think they're determining like i, I honestly think creativity and innovation is popular and on the rise but maybe job creation and larger companies it's just harder to scale today. So the way you're measuring oh business creation and job creation based on startups is a lot more difficult but there's a hell of a lot more people like you and me today than there were in the 80s. Right? Because, because you can make a business on Instagram, you can make a business on um and utilizing um you know Squarespace and Shopify like, how many people are doing that that they're not even measuring? And that's the problem, I think. So, number one, I don't think entrepreneurship is decreasing. Secondly, I think, yes, U.S. is losing its, quote, main, you know, like 90 percent, you know, uh, ownership of investment in the VC activity. But it means the global – I think globally it's growing. It's just our percentage is is, is definitely lowering. But that's a good thing. That's my yeah, thoughts here.
0: I, I totally agree because – uh, yeah, I guess the whole venture capital thing was more or less invented here, probably in Silicon Valley or New York. And the pot of total money globally has grown significantly yep. in 20 years as well. Right. So if, if the total pot has gone from like 50 billion to whatever it is, a trillion dollars, like that's a huge change. Yeah. And so it makes sense that that money is going to be diversified as you know, bigger companies and venture-backed companies are forming all around the world. I mean, Asia is a crazy place of innovation right now um, through technology. And so that makes a ton of sense. And, and I'm on the same page. I mean, you and I, this show speaks to it so much that entrepreneurship, I think, is in its heyday right now. Like, there's never been a more entrepreneurial focus, at least media side uh, of the world. And maybe that's because places like instagram and facebook and twitter are showing that awful lot more maybe we're just being exposed to it but you're totally right the barrier to entry to creating a company or starting a business or experimenting with certain businesses is so much lower now yeah uh, but at the same time barrier to entry is really low and like you said scaling it up is very difficult and growing but with technology there isn't as much job creation because a lot of those jobs are just being outsourced now they're either being outsourced around the world or you know being automated through technology so uh i think we're both in agreement to kind of disagree with this that it's just kind of the growing market and some of that market share needs to be given up um uh, but i think there's still such a huge opportunity and market here yeah. in the
1: for it yeah 100 uh dude moving on and you you picked this but uh, this is an a crazy uh topic that i have been you know, really interested in, kind of scared about, but, um, when will robots, when American Ninja warrior, my, I, I would change that to when do we actually, when are we actually really scared of these automated robots from Boston dynamics? Because, uh, dude, this latest video shows a Boston dynamics, uh, robot literally running, jumping, doing parkour. And it is, it is like, it, I mean, I don't even have any words to describe like how absolutely advanced and scary that this machine is moving like a human. It's crazy. So what are your thoughts on that?
0: Yeah, I mean, the way that they're moving is just so
1: fluid. The The robots
0: from Boston Dynamics are just over the last, it's probably been like a year, year and a half, maybe two years. uh they keep coming out with these crazy viral videos of these robots just, like, improving incredibly. Um, and the things that they've come out and gotten these robots to do, It, it this video makes it feel like it's not far away at all. Yeah. It's just a matter of, like, where... Boston Dynamics, who are they going to partner with? And what businesses are going to take advantage and implement some of these robots? So, obviously, there's production facilities. But, like, I started thinking, like... What about fire departments and police stations or mail delivery drivers? More like I, I would assume government is going to make these kind of investments and outsource some of these things and experiment. But may, maybe I'm wrong there. Uh, but I don't think it's too far away. Uh, when it, When it comes to the question, are they going to win America's Ninja Warrior? I think that could happen very soon. The way these things like so systematically jump up these like these steps. Right, and they just land with perfect balance. Like when they have algorithms and machinery managing all the angles, um, it's just almost perfect. It's super impressive. It's it's a little scary, um, but super fun. I mean, if if you if you are out there listening and you haven't uh, seen this new Boston Dynamics video, just Google it and it'll show up right away.
1: Yeah, it's impressive, and I'm, you know, I'm I'm an optimistic guy, but. It's really interesting where those are going, and the moment those get under nefarious activities and control, uh, a little scared.
0: Yeah, it's super scary. I'm having a technical difficulty, my computer is frozen, and I can't open the spreadsheet. Do you have the spreadsheet in front of you?
1: Yeah, man. Yeah, let's uh, let's do this. Uh, keep it moving or hit the brakes. I'm gonna bring it up to you, and you tell me. You tell me which one you want. So Shake Shack opens in Seattle. Buy or sell?
0: Um, I definitely got to hit the brakes on this one because I got a beef to pick. Uh, yeah, let's hear it. No pun intended with the beef Uh, Shake Shack. But Shake Shack just opened up here in Seattle. Uh, I think yesterday was the grand opening. Last week was the soft opening. And I am already so over seeing all of the social media attention that Shake Shack is getting. Um, and I kind of live in this world that – with, with all the content that I'm publishing right now, it's – if I'm doing it for free, it's because I appreciate the business, the owner, the food. Like, uh, I want to promote that business because I want to support something local. And the amount of promotion that people are giving Shake Shack, which is a big conglomerate business that doesn't care at all about uh, the people of Seattle or whatnot, um, they're just – yeah, people are so hyped, and I can't stand it. I get it that it's a good burger – my personal opinion is it's nowhere close to In-N-Out because it's three times the price of what an In-N-Out burger is. Uh, but I'm just so frustrated. I will go eventually, of course, because I love burgers and it is a good burger. It's a twenty-dollar burger, fries, and a drink. But uh, yeah, Shake Shack. Just I'm over all the promotion, and it opened yesterday.
1: <laughs> You're over it. Opened yesterday. Um, yeah. I, I in the end, you know, my short answer was. Yeah, I'll go grab a burger, but is this a place that I'm gonna um, frequent? Most likely not. And secondly, you know, going back to the intentionalist um, kind of theme is like, you know, this is why we need intentionalists and others to really continue to bring about. And you, you know, the 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 work that you do to help local businesses keep their, you know, their brand at at least mind share or top of mind so that we can continue to have local businesses survive um, and actually creating great food versus like a lot of big box conglomerate, you know, that, that's where I'm at as well. So, um, but let's move on. Uh, The Borealis light festival, um, keep moving or hit the brakes. I'm going
0: to hit the brakes on this one too. Um, If you're in Seattle this weekend, Google Borealis festival of light. It's a free show. You have to RSVP and get a ticket. Um, but the videos are incredible on Mohai museum in South Lake union. Uh, I think Comcast has sponsored it. They've brought in it's five or six shows representing all, all the continents of the world. And, um, they project this giant light show and video show on the museum, That's um, awesome. which is just amazing. So if you're in Seattle, it's a free show. You totally should check this out. Um, there are shows pretty much every hour. Once it gets dark, Uh, four or five shows a night and highly, highly recommend. I'm so excited. I'm going Sunday night uh, and I just can't wait.
1: That's awesome. Great. Um, I, yeah, let's, uh, let's move, move to uh, Seattle startup week. You want to keep moving and hit the brakes for that
0: one. I want to keep it moving. Um, I didn't participate that much this year, but uh, maybe you have some more opinions about that.
1: Um, I'll hit the brakes quickly. Um, I, given I was, you know, I've had a busy week as well. I wasn't, um, you know, and look, I think there's, there's certain people in certain phases that fill their whole schedule and need, you know, need to go to a lot of these talks and events. I had a lot going on and then we had Wednesday's event, but I actually had Tuesday, uh, the bunker lab Seattle event was Tuesday. So I was a little more engaged with that. And then I'm now in, in Bozeman, Montana today. Um, you know, I flew yesterday and then I'm now flying back out to Seattle today. So, you know, I've just had my own stuff, but you know, in general, Seattle Star week, great. Uh, there was more 150 events, I think something like that, just a ton of, a ton of activity. It's always a great time. So, um, I'll give a thumbs up and very, very great experience of the little time that I had, especially with our event. But, um, you know, if you're listening today, uh, and you're in Seattle, you still have a couple, you have a, Couple events to check out before it's over, and then there's the kind of closing party if you want to go check that out. So let's move on to uh, Russell Wilson on the Wheaties box. Keep it moving. <laughs> Keep it moving. That, all right. That,
0: the headline says it all.
1: Yeah. Last one. Tour to Tour to Dick's Burgers. I
0: have to pump the brakes on because this is maybe one of the best things that I found, <laughs> and it's a little old. It's from uh, the end of September, uh, but there's these guys uh, here in Seattle that uh, they created a Tour de dicks, And what the goal was, was they had to hit four of the five dicks Burger drive-up restaurants. And they all rode their bikes. And they, they had a challenge. They had to take a photo at every location. And it was a race. You, ha- you had to make your own path, go to four Dix Burgers. You had to order food at at least three of them, but you couldn't order the same food. And then it was a race back to Gasworks Park. And... The article kind of goes through the whole tour of the guy. Um but there's one Dick's Burgers in Edmonds, which is like a seven miles away. Uh and it's seven miles further than all the other dicks, if you include that one. However, it's pretty much a straight shot and you don't deal with a lot of the city traffic. And so the winner was the guy who decided to go to Edmonds and back. He was the only one who decided and actually, he ended up winning by ten minutes. And I just thought this was such an awesome story and so fun and huge opportunity. If I was Dix, I would be all over this. this would become a big thing that they do next year.
1: Oh, I think it's, I think it's brilliant. I think it's like, and the article was well written and kind of entertaining. And so I think that it, I could see this uh, taking a whole new life of its own. Uh, basically, every year. I think it's awesome. Yes. I think Dick's Burgers need, needs to out. They need to reach out to these people and actually like figure out a way to make it a lot more organized. And but may, you know, maybe that's not what these guys want, but um, in the end I thought it was awesome. Yeah.
0: It could just be a great fundraiser. I mean, that's yeah. what their goal should be. Um, well, that concludes this week's show, Nick. Thank you so much for uh, always talking with me here on Friday mornings. Do you have any parting words for the people listening?
1: Just say, uh, have a great weekend. If you're listening to this right now or on Friday, um, enjoy your weekend. If you're listening to this next week, uh, hopefully you have a great week. And, um, you know, feel free to reach out to either one of us. Say hi.
0: Thank you very much, Nick. Uh, Everyone listening, go check out that Borealis Life Festival. It'll be tons of fun. Stay warm. Enjoy the weekend. I appreciate you, as always. Enjoy the day. See you later.